0: Hey there, this is Ed Townend, and you're listening to Erratic Control. This week's episode is with Genevieve Geisman, who is based in Newport, kind of works in Cardiff, and uh, it's originally from West Wales. She did an interview with me at Porter's in Cardiff, which is where she did work. Uh, but now she's moved on to other things. She runs the open mic night there still and the Songwriters Club, which she mentions in the podcast. She's also in the midst of uh, an interesting project where she's writing, recording and putting out a song every week on her SoundCloud. So um, I'll give you details of that towards the end. So here is the episode with Genevieve. Hang on, is it, you're open mics tonight, isn't it? Yes, ah, I forgot it was cool.
1: Tuesday. Was like, uh, oh, you better get ah, prepared for that. I should, I should do a thing. I should do, a, <laughs> do, a, do a post and you can stuff. go ahead and do it. I will. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, okay. Ah oh, no, I'll do it in a bit. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> okay,
0: don't forget about it, though. Oh, I feel no. guilty otherwise.
1: It's okay. I, I never forget. <laughs> We're probably going to go busking afterwards as well, and you usually see a few people, and they're like, oh, where do you play? And I'm like, actually, it's my open <laughs> mic tonight if you want to come it's, down. It's
0: good uh, marketing opportunity there
1: mm-hmm. i just like the people
0: <laughs> i think i came to know Mike here but you weren't mm. doing it it was what? pre it was pre oh my
1: gosh that was you. literally oh well, pre-me
0: well no pre, you were working here
1: oh was it the first year we were open
0: possibly because
1: i remember sarson used to host it and um was he a guy who was kind of swearing a lot
0: I don't remember the swearing. <laughs> but
1: like in a, in a jovial way, like he knew everyone Possibly. in the room. So he did that thing where it, th- he was I like, I'm nervous. I think it was like supposed
0: <laughs> to be his, lo- oh, no, is it his last, no, I don't know if it was his last He was last.
1: definitely the only other person okay. who ever did the Tuesdays, but there was yeah. also a Sunday run um, open mic night with um, Alex Carr and Anthony Wickham.
0: No, it was definitely the the,
1: the, Tuesdays. the, the, the Tuesday um, one.
0: Um, oh, yeah, the golden a, age. <laughs> it was, well, I don't know. Surely now is the Pre-gen.
1: <laughs> Every, every every age is the golden age if you believe
0: you know i whenever i do these podcasts i always talk about rob but it's like it's like <laughs> fanboy much but it's you know that was like oh, John. like <laughs> my friend, so. <laughs> um <laughs>
2: uh
0: yeah and he'd like i don't know he just said he was playing for mic and i was like, okay cool i'll come down and see you do a few songs and he did a song that ended up being on the second EP. So this yeah. is ages ago now. This is like 2014. Yeah, oh, and then gosh. he did a, a Green Day cover, which oh. is the weirdest kind of cover I'd expect Rob to do. <laughs> he did it. So, <laughs> that was right, his that was, vibe. That was interesting. Um,
1: I think he's come back since when I've been um, hosting. I'm pro.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, open mics are really good in the sense that.
1: It's good to, like, feel, like, just, like, test your material and stuff. You can
0: try things out, yeah, Mm. and it's, like...
1: Everyone's super nice here as well. Like, they all, like... The only times when people don't get, like, a good reaction, I think, is when there's been, like, something over uh, across the road or something, and it's just busy for not the open mic night. Mm. And then... um, Yeah, then people sometimes get drowned a little bit out, and it's just like, oh, no, this is, like, the nightmare. Usually everyone just sits down and listens, and that's cool. But you can't demand... Like, I've seen some people sometimes, like... Um, kick off because people aren't listening, and there's only like a certain point where you can like demand people's attention. Like, if people are shouting like hate yeah. to, to the act, like then I can intervene and stuff. But like, if they're just talking loudly because they're having a drink in the bar, it's like, well, it's it's a you know,
2: it is a free it's not bar, like a ticketed yeah. event, no. I can't
1: really stop them. But yeah, I'm, I'm supporting you on the sidelines, I'm watching you. <laughs> like, it's weird when um people play, I kind of think of them like as my children in a weird way. <laughs> I'm just so proud of you all for performing, you know?
0: <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, it's different to kind of like going to, say, Live Lounge and seeing a, a band doing, or like a, a single, like, singer-songwriter doing, mm. a, doing a cover act kind of thing because they're kind of, they're expecting kind yeah. of a bit of, not resistance, but I don't know.
1: They do their day.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, it's mm. just they play music, but they yeah, it's kind of, when it's no for Mike, they're kind of exposing themselves to try mm. and... I know.
1: love it when people t- tune up and If there's someone I don't really recognise, because sometimes like because there's quite a few people, I'm like, oh, have you played here before? Because like sometimes they've come along with their friends, but they haven't played, so I recognize them. Mm -hmm. Or like I don't recognise them at all. And they come by themselves and I'm like, Oh, have you done like open mics before? And they're like, No, it's my first one. I'm like, Oh my god, (laughs) and you've come by yourself.
0: Is that like is that Uh, intimidating or is it like not intimidating, but is it are you worried for them?
1: Oh no, like I'm Usually, like if it's like how it usually is, I'm like, you will love it. You will be great. I'm sure you will be fine. And I'm like, at least I'm gonna be sitting here watching it because like I remember doing my first open mic night and how terrifying that was. So I'm just like, oh, you're just so brave for being here. Like when I, I think I did my first one in Buffalo, mm. um, and oh, there was a lady I can't remember her name, but she was super nice. She was playing the saxophone, um, and I did uh, "Make You Feel My Love" by Adele, <laughs> and I had like the sheet of paper with the chords on it and like, the lyrics and then there wasn't a stand so my sister sat next to me because it was like it's quite intimate and, like yeah. with the way they did it. I don't know if they still run one actually um because it was like seven years ago I don't know yeah it's years and years buffalo's ago. changed
0: quite a lot since then mm. yeah
1: um and yeah my sister sat next to me and like held the piece of paper <laughs> <laughs> but there was it was w- such a weird um atmosphere because it was like a few people that I'd brought along, like one or two people who'd come for the night, and this one guy who he, he might have been on something. He was just standing, <laughs> slow dancing with himself. <laughs> oh, dear. But he was being quiet, so it yeah, was, you know. Yeah, so it's okay. It you just a nice like. experience. Yeah. But to, like I was just staring at the piece of paper, like, don't think about anything to put yourself off, you yeah.
0: know. Yeah. And it's good that you kind of. Did an open mic night? Well, I guess you mm. kind of have to do... An, if you're doing an open mic night, you have to have like, had experience that mm. oh, elsewhere. No,
1: yeah, literally, this was when I just moved to Cardiff, like mm. in my first year, because I didn't start running the open mic night until maybe my second or third year of uni. Like, I'd worked here for a year. It was after Sarsen had done, it, like, a mm. year of it, and I think I started in the January after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from January. And, yeah, it, they only asked me because I was working behind the bar, and it was kind of, well... I, I assume they only asked me because it was, like, kind of convenient. And I used to play at the end of Sarsen's every mm-hmm. every week. I used to come down and um, my friend Howell would play guitar for me. And we'd always do, like, one of the same, like, two or three songs, like Dock of the Bay. Mm. Um, and for ages, I was just, oh, I, I just can't play guitar, you know. I'll, I'll get, Howell can do it because he's really good mm. and I just suck. And, like, I, like, I play guitar. Like, I, I'd done some in YouTube videos when I was younger. Um, but like playing live with the guitar, I was just like, I am not confident. If I can just get someone else to do it, mm. then that's the best way. And now I'm just like, so the opposite in that. Why haven't I like, n- like not learned how to play Doc of the Bay on guitar? It's not even that crazy compared to some of the other songs I've tried to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, me, and, me and Hal used to do a lot. Because I think it was nice to have the support from someone else playing with you yeah. as much as he's playing the guitar. It's like just not being alone on the stage was like, oh, thanks for being here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Whereas now I play, I just close my eyes and I'm like, it's okay. It's like yeah. nobody else no, is no here. No one else is
0: here, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I've, I've talked a couple of times on this on the podcast about the importance of open mics and kind of how underrated mm. they are. Mm. And like, as someone who works in music quite a lot, it's, it's kind of a bit of a... Unfortunately, it's a bit untried territory for me. Oh. I understand the concepts. and I understand, like, how they work and everything. But I, I f- could count on one hand how many I've been to, oh. which is really bad.
1: Oh, it's not bad. You know, because everyone has their own different ways of approaching how they want to, like, uh, you know, not get into music, but, like, witness music or play music. Because, like, some people, like, prefer just, you know, staying at home and just recording and not performing in front of people. I'm like, that's cool too, but... A lot of people, I think, do just want, like, a safe place where they can be, like, can I get... feet?" Like, me doing, like, a YouTube channel when I was a kid. It's like I was growing up in Pembrokeshire and I didn't really know anyone else who, like, played guitar and sang and, like, wanted to do that as a thing. Like, my dad would be like, well, you know, Chan, the thing is, you're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not going to make it on top of the pops. Like, let's be realistic. Oh, and no. there's no way, you, you know, there's no way you can, like live off music because he's like to be fair he's like an engineer and he genuinely thought that he wasn't like trying to just be like don't have any dreams it's just because I was all right at other stuff you know like I did quite well in school that he was like you don't need to do music and I was like I don't need to but I want to
0: exactly (laughs) like the idea that you I think you know it works the other way if you don't want to do music you don't have to do it but yeah to not to be, I just find that kind of attitude really...
1: But it th- I think it actually helped me um, in that I feel like... Well, I like to think, <laughs> in retrospect, if he was super encouraging, I would suck more but not be aware of it <laughs> because I'm really harsh <coughs> on myself and I'm like, I think I still suck. And I still am, like, I you know... Gu- I guess, You have yeah. that, f- that f- doubt. But I think a lot of people who care about what they do always doubt, like, their ability oh, well, yeah. or, like, how good they can... That they are in comparison to how they can be, and that can stop a lot of people. Whereas I'm just like I've decided I'm going to quietly like trudge it on and just do my thing. But if nobody likes it, that's cool because I like it.
0: You know, there's, there's two things to come out of that. I think if you don't if you don't see any weaknesses you can work on, or if you just think you're great, mm. then that's that's it. That's kind of you, you're done and you you can't yeah. advance anymore. And also, I think the idea of um, if I'm the if I'm the only person that likes it, that's okay. That's good. But at the same time, I think there is something for everyone. Mm. And I reckon even if you don't think anyone else is going to like it, someone will mm. like it.
1: I think it's just like that's the baseline thought of like it's okay to do it even if nobody likes it. But hopefully, like one person will, and then that will be enough. Yeah. So I'm like if everyone genuinely hated like, listening to anything that I did, I probably would not do it. I probably would not do it. But, like, just knowing every now and then there's, like, one person who, like, stops in the street when I'm busking and, like, comes over and says, oh, like, I really like the sound of your voice. Like, that's enough to be like, okay, I'm allowed to do this. I'm allowing myself to do this, you know. I'm connecting (laughs) with someone.
0: It's uh, it's imposter syndrome. You heard of that? Oh, yeah, no. I
1: I think I've read an article about that. So it's, like,
0: um, the concept that you shouldn't really be doing what mm. you're doing. Um, Feel and like I think, a fraud. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of creative people get that. Mm. Um,
1: I think, especially when you're surrounded by other creative people, you can't help but accidentally compare yourself with others. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like, every time I catch myself doing that, I'm just like, nip that in the bud. Yeah. Let's just admire them for what they're doing. They're like the best them. You be the best you. Yeah, exactly. Be better than you were. But don't, you know. I
0: mean, comparing be and, them. like <laughs> comparing yourself to other um, artists is good like working on what you want to improve but at the same time it's bad because yeah then you go I'm not as good as that but yeah. it's not the same thing at all yeah it's like it's kind of a different it's, they're just different yeah and you've got to kind of accept like look that. to
1: them to be inspired but like don't yeah. be them <laughs> exactly oh yeah god that's
0: the worst kind of thing it's like mm. you are just trying to be someone else and it's like it's not working
1: mm. it's like, but I think a lot of the time well like how I used to think I didn't realize I did it like I thought that that was the only way you could really think about things and from listening to see it in like podcasts I've literally like just had a completely change of mindset and that when I'm talking to people I can see them like having the same shift in their mind and be like oh that's the thing it's like um there's this um podcast called don't keep your day job um by Kathy Heller Kathy Heller I think that's her name Sorry if that's wrong, <laughs> um, but she's just so inspiring, and she's just like everyone deserves to like live a life like that they love, like doing what they love doing. And a lot of the time, I think I've felt guilty because I'm like, I need to be helping everyone else.
0: Yeah, definitely. And like, I don't, don't to. deserve
1: to do this. I don't <laughs> deserve to be happy doing my thing when I suck at it, and then other people are amazing. I should just help those people, and then I'll just you know stick to what I know and do my day, and then like keep music as, like, a little hobby. And yeah. then when people ask about it, I'm like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I relate, doing a little bit. I relate to that so much, but,
0: <laughs> like, you want to help other people and you don't want to concentrate on something you're doing because you feel selfish about it. But the only mm. way you're going to improve...
1: Is by doing it.
0: Is by doing it. And yeah. also, the only way you're going to h- improve helping other people is by doing it yourself as mm. well. Like, you you only have so much experience after a while, and if unless you, you're doing it yourself. So,
1: yeah.
0: Like it's a great mindset to have. And I wish mm. more people had that mindset mm. of they want to help other people more than they help themselves. But
2: yeah.
0: if we, if, if more people thought like that, we'd be in less of a mess as, mm. a, as a society. Like <laughs> but I, yeah, it's the dream, isn't it?
1: Mm, I've realized like I can help other people by being the happiest of myself. So doing what I do mm-hmm. and then explain to others what I do and then ask them, what do you want to do? And then, you know, provide support and feedback to them and then ask for it in return if they want to give it. Like, um, I realized, like, so I pretty much suck at songwriting, but <laughs> it's okay. I realized it's okay, and I'm allowed to write songs, even though I feel like when you compare it to other people's songs, because, mm. like, I've met a few people, like, I've met so many Lush people, like, doing the for Mike Night, who, like, have done songwriting courses, and um, they, like, play original music, and I'm like, that's amazing. It's so yeah. well thought out, you know? And then I have a go, and I'm just like, Here's three chords. Oh, no. Oh, this is so repetitive. Oh, this is lame. <laughs> but then I realised, okay, if I want to, like, be better at songwriting, I've got to write more songs. Yeah. But then when you write songs and then you just play them at open mic nights, you feel a bit like, oh, this isn't good enough, so you don't finish it, you start other ideas. Like, so many people I know are, like, I've got so many ideas, like, on a little folder, and I just, like, I haven't finished anything, though, because nothing, like, really fits together. So... I decided to start a songwriting club here on Mondays, so mm-hmm. I'm like doing my office day, because um, I work in the bar as well, till about six, and then between six and eight, I do a songwriting club. And um, I made it like a closed group to begin with and just chatted to some of the people I know at Open Mike night, and they were like, "Oh, that's a really good idea. Like, I set it up to be like an AA like meeting. <laughs> like, in my mind, this is how it was. Like we'll just like, sit in a little circle and just be like, "Hi, I'm Jen." I really struggle finishing songs because I think everything I write sucks, but I, I know I want to do something. I think I had a good conversation with someone in the bar actually about what they do because they like writing. And she said, I think I'm just afraid um, to be average. And I was like, I think that is actually knocking it on the head a lot. Cause I'm like, I think I don't want to put stuff up cause I don't want to just be like, Oh, this doesn't connect with anyone. Everyone's just like, Oh, this sucks. Um, so then I stopped putting anything out mm. So, yeah, this AA-style meeting for the songwriting club, I'm like, we'll sit around, and I'm like, yes, so basically I'm free to be average. And so I haven't put anything out, but I've decided, I've set a challenge for myself, that I'm doing a weekly original songwriting challenge. So I'm trying to write a song in a week, try and use... like garage band as well so I'm Mm. learning how to use garage band techniques and I'm like I know they're gonna suck because (laughs) I do not know how to use like my first one that I put up there I didn't even realize you could like drop down like the master track and like do anything on that so I'm just like literally I just like recorded him but in my mind I thought this is like the first week of doing it Mm. the worse it is kind of is good because then I'll actually hear progress when I've done definitely you know if when i keep doing it i don't i try to avoid saying if i keep doing it because that's setting yourself up to fail. Yeah, you know
0: definitely um, um, when no i'm just gonna jump back quite a bit but okay. when you say you mm. don't think you're good at songwriting is mm. it the process of songwriting or is that the finished product
1: i think a bit of both yeah and in, in that i don't think about all the different processes like i've heard other people's songs and be like ah oh, see uh, like as a point uh, when I used to start like trying to write a song, I didn't even think about what key I was playing in. I would just try and think of a tune, and I'd be like, ah, oh, this is a nice little idea, mm-hmm. and then try to build around it, but not knowing like what blocks to use. So I'd just play a few different chords on the guitar, and then be like, ah, oh, these work, and then yeah. I'm like, I'll just put these in a cycle, and then there's a song in, in itself... And then try and build upon it after that. And I'm like, ah, oh, because like, my music theory's lacking and stuff. I wouldn't know how to make it more interesting. And then I'd be bored of the song. So then I'd just be like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't have a focused, oh, uh, like, I'm going to try, like, I'm going to write more songs um, attitude. I was just like, oh, I get all these ideas for songs. Like, I, when I was younger, I used to, like, write poems <laughs>
0: It's fine.
1: <laughs> I know but it was but, so lame. No, but it's like It was more of a therapeutic thing though. Like I just I'd always have ideas for like oh this should be a story. This should like be put into something. Yeah. And I like seeing naturally put that into a song and then trying to get it across. I'm like this isn't what I want it to be and then be like oh every, to everyone else it comes so easy and then realizing it's because they put effort and energy into like honing their craft whereas I'm just there being like, oh, trying once, oh, I suck. I'm just going to leave mm. that for a while, go do something else. <laughs> and then, yeah, just realising, oh, you've just got to, you know, actually yeah. work at it and Def- not definitely. try one or two things and be like, oh, I've tried though. And like, no, you haven't, Jen. <laughs> you, you did try, but you haven't tried enough to sit, like, write that off. Like, especially when it's something I really want to do.
0: It definitely. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of things that you want to kind of take apart from that. But... Um, it's interesting because, you know, yeah, you're right. For some people, you think that songwriting comes naturally. But I think mm. a lot of the time you don't see the process behind those songs. I mean, unless you're working with someone doing a song, you don't see the songwriting process. You only yeah. see the final product. So I think you can kind of have that perspective of, oh, it comes so easily to other yeah. people. But you've like
1: actually f- worked months and months. Yeah, and exactly. And it's so like, true.
0: that's you know, you, you, can, you can kind of lose perspective in that sense. And I think mm. that's really important to know that mm. and kind of deal with it. I mean, mm. the, the songwriting challenge sounds like a really interesting idea. Are you, like, just trying to write a song a week or is it you, have you got, like, certain themes or stuff? Um, no,
1: literally, just... Um, so, from Monday to Sunday is, like... Like, I'm the only person who I'm, like, answering to for it because I just thought, if I set myself this goal, I will at least do something, finish yeah. something um and it's the writing the whole lyrics of it of a song and recording it um and then uploading it onto the soundcloud playlist that i'm doing mm. um is like that's the whole goal that's like is, that's and is, it is that that's like a all...
0: public playlist
1: <laughs> yeah it was private to begin with and then i was talking to like the people at the wow. songwriting club and i realized it's actually useful for other people who are struggling the same way that yeah. i am to like hear that other people are struggling too so i was like well
0: it's brave. I,
1: I, well, I just put like a little disclaimer in the, yeah. whatchamacallit, like description, des- yes. yeah, description of the playlist. So um, I've, I've warned people that they are going to suck. So, it's, <laughs> so I don't really mind if people write anything negative because I'm like, well, it is what it is. I've, I've, I've warned you. <laughs> And hopefully one of them might be like, oh, that, you know, that idea from that song, even though yeah. the rest of it, you know, so, so, so it's, it's, I can, it's salvageable for like one day when I feel like I'm at a level where I'm proud of the songs that I'm making. I mean, that's,
0: that's such a kind of, it's a really interesting idea to kind of, work on something for a week, put it Ooh. up and then leave it and do yeah. another one. And then yeah, it's completely at some like, point you'll mm. go back to it and listen back to them and maybe pick out a favourite or two yeah. or maybe more. Hopefully. Hopefully more.
1: Because it's like indefinitely. Like This is, isn't is okay. like a year challenge. This is like just forever until I can't because of whatever happens. You know? That's,
0: you know, it's, that's, that's a good way to be prolific even if...
1: Because mm. it kind of takes away the... Ah, no, it doesn't sound good enough, like, mentality that stops Mm. me usually asking for feedback from songs, um, because all the songs I've written so far, I feel like none of them are finished to, like, what I want them to be, because of my current abilities in songwriting, I don't feel like are finished to a point that I'm like, I am proud of this song. Like, I'll still keep, it. that's why I want to make them. Mm. So then I can get, feed- like, it's, um, with the Songwriting Club, I've told them about it, and then each Monday, the last Monday, everyone, like, played a song, or, um, but I played mine on my uh, SoundCloud, because <laughs> I didn't memorize it. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I recorded it, in, and I was like, trying to figure out how to use GarageBand, And they, they gave me really good feedback, and yeah. I was like, oh, see, I wouldn't have thought, because I realized, I think I use a lot more words and I just like, I, cause I write them more like a poem and then I try and squish it in yeah. as opposed to thinking, oh, like what melody would be good. And then maybe like try and reword it with the same content of what I began with and like feed it into like something that sounds more like a hook. And yeah. And I, oh, I had really good advice. I think, um, Elliot told me, oh yeah. So think of a song like, oh no, it was Ilana. Think of a song like an essay and like, Um, the verses are like the supporting evidence and then the chorus is like the point you're trying to make Mm. and I was like that is true like I think I've always I've kind of known that but like for someone to say I'm like oh it's more present in my mind when I'm trying to like write something like there's no hard and fast rules of songwriting but it's nice to hear what they know as a guide and then be like oh I'm going to test that out is that the kind of style I want to go for oh maybe I want to be a bit more free flow, but at least I'm you know aware that I'm doing that as opposed to I don't know how to do a structure (laughs)
0: I mean, yeah, it's 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 interesting to kind of that uh, that as a concept, having the chorus being like the the point you're trying to make. Like you said, it mm. it, it it can vary when, when it comes to songwriting. And I, think, yeah, and I think yeah, I think the idea of having a songwriting club to kind of go like have people mm. sit around in a circle and go and play a song and mm. people offer feedback and advice and then uh, talk about issues they're having and kind yeah. of people that offer advice and understand other people's problems and kind of being able to anticipate when those problems can happen to them. Mm. So I think that's, you know, it's a positive step and it's a kind of, like, step beyond just the open mic because with yeah. an open mic it can feel quite separated. Mm. Whereas if you're sat in a circle talking about songs, that can be really kind of helpful. Especially for, like, people who are still developing their songwriting style. And like I mean,
1: me. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: But it's, it's, And it's also better to have to be at that level because then you can kind of work off each other. But I think maybe what could be interesting with that especially is if you kind of get someone in who's more experienced with songwriting yeah. and kind of do sessions with them because mm. then you can kind of do that but have someone else who's got a bit more experience like yeah. helping you out with it as well but you're right like everyone's got a different process of how they songwrite and mm. like I think it's, it's really interesting. I, I, you said you were listening to the podcast before you got here, mm-hmm. which feels slightly embarrassing, but obviously it's good. <laughs> it means you're doing your research. So, how far trying. did you get into it? Did you listen to a whole one? Um,
1: no, I didn't realize like yours are quite long because yeah. um, the ones I listened, <laughs> which is cool, you know. Yeah. But I was listening to a, Le- a Larry's one, mm. yeah, because I've heard of it. I see it like quite a lot on um, mm-hmm. the Facebook. She stuff. she does she's a, a lot, lot of shows. Of... Yeah, which is really it's really so cool. cool.
0: And I like I like that because you know she's getting experience that way you know it it worries me when i see artists i really like not playing a lot of shows kind of like mm.
1: like what are you doing you better be recording what's an album <laughs> like <laughs> what's, what's what's
0: going on why aren't you getting booked for shows and it's like i not
1: have quit and started working I'm, in an office yeah
0: <laughs> i don't know i mean for some for like people like larry it's probably a little bit easier because you're just, a, just one person and a guitar yeah, yeah. and look, all you have to do is kind of take yourself there yeah and um but I'm with bands it's a, it's a bit more difficult so i guess i, I understand that and it's you know, I, I'm always kind of going, oh, I should put on these people more often, but I just don't have the, the time or the opportunity or the, the money. Mm. So um, you kind of go, yeah, and that's why I like... When I get the chance, I like putting on shows. Um, mm. So you've listened to the first bit of the podcast. Yeah. So you kind of know what the question, Some of the questions
1: maybe. are. And I also... T-
0: <laughs> maybe. If your memory can stretch <laughs> back that half an hour. Um, uh, mm. And then I also told you one of the questions later on because I thought it was, it's good because it's it's good to ask this that one in advance because mm. otherwise, otherwise it's not very interesting for the listeners. It's like, <laughs> oh, they're just going, uh, for a really long time. So for just my own. An but um, yeah. Yeah. this is kind of like also... I uh, probably have, like, I put an intro in the beginning of the podcast. Uh, and, like, this is, mm. like, the second series, in oh, a certain sense.
1: Oh, you have series? Because, cool. Yeah,
0: because um, I decided to change it a little bit and, like, change one of the questions. Li- I think it's, like, literally changed one of the questions. So I was like, I'll make mm. it a new series. <laughs> but it's because this is, like, I'm doing, this will be the first one back after Hub Festival. Oh, no So it'll be beginning of September, Ooh. which seems so far away. But it's, like, actually, it's just in August now. So it's, like. Mm, three, yeah. three weeks? Now? Yeah, yeah. So so um, oh, no. so that'll be like a Hub Festival special, hopefully, if I could pull it off. Um, I believe in you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, so this is kind of like the second series as, as, as a sort of kind of thing. Um, okay. And then, so I asked two questions at the start, which haven't mm. changed. So the first question is, which mm. you might already know or remember, is mm. what's your first musical memory?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, I remember this question. <laughs> but what is mine? Um See, I'm just like, what instantly comes to mind is, like, it's not a positive
0: memory. Oh, good. No, no, that's that's good, because I don't think um, we've had, like, a bad memory.
1: Oh, it's, um, so, like, Sundays, um, I've got, like, um, four, four siblings, so, like, three sisters, one brother, and we're all quite a similar age, mm. and we used to live in Sagerstown, which is, like, a place in West Wales, like, a little, little, not town, little, like suburb or whatever it's called, Mm. I don't know. Um, And my dad would always go to the pub on Sundays. So my mum would be left with all of us just like screaming around the house and being really loud. And I just have this feeling of, like, covering my ears, hearing, like, children screaming, hearing my mum hoovering, and ABBA playing on in the background. Because <laughs> my mum would just blast that really loud, I think to drown out the sign of us, like, playing, screaming, <laughs> or actually crying. And it would just be like, Dancing Queen. And I remember covering my ears and being like, Dad's never coming home. Because <laughs> oh, he'd leave every Sunday. And, like, I'd always forget he comes back. But just that feeling of, like, oh, no, this is my life now.
2: Oh God. And it wouldn't just
1: be dancing. It's just, like, I think that there was, like, an ABBA video she used to have that she would just put on and also um she used to wake us up in the mornings to um this keyboard sound of like um you know when they play the songs yeah um and it would be like really like six in the morning and she'd pretend it's like nine and she'd be like you're late for school and we're like no it's not no it's not (laughs) (laughs) um but you know I've had positive like musical memories yeah, but that was yeah. the first one that came to
0: my that's mind that's good that's good to kind of get one that's not like <laughs> hackneyed. like no that's that's, that's really <laughs> I mean, I remember those kind of songs you play on the keyboard, but relating, like, songs that play on the keyboard, like, mm. is so annoying. And then relating that to waking up as well must be, like, doubly annoying. <laughs> it's like, it's so bad, you should never set your favourite song as your alarm clock because, oh, yeah. like, a week later you'll hate that song. So, so, like, that's why I've got a proper alarm clock now that just beeps so I yeah. don't have to hate any song yeah, ever again. it's like, I just hate the sound of my alarm clock. But, like, there's a certain song which is my ringtone that, like, every time it comes on on shuffle, it gives me anxiety. I'm like, oh, oh, God, someone's <laughs> oh, called... Oh, no, 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 <laughs> fine, fine, no, it's, fine. <laughs> it's like, (laughs) Um, So having four siblings, Mm -hmm. (laughs) how, how, wow, yeah... How many of them are musical as well?
1: Oh well, uh, Charles plays. My older sister. Mm. I'll just go through chron- chronologically. She plays a little bit of guitar and has a sing, but she doesn't put anything on. Like she doesn't, you know, pursue it. She's more of a artist, like drawer. Mm-hmm. Like she does loads of designing. She's just awesome. Um, my brother, I know he would listen to a lot of really loud music as a teenager. Um, I think he still does listen to a lot of loud music, but I don't live at home now, so yeah. I'm not quite sure. And my younger sister is. Not youngest, but younger than me, um, Abby. She's a really good singer. Like, she's insanely good, but she doesn't do anything with it. She just sings along mm. to her music in a room and, like, listens to it really loud. She's more like a um, gym inspiration kind of gal. She, I think she's better at singing than I am, to be honest. Like, in terms of being on pitch and stuff. Like, she just, like, can replicate listening to, like, Beyonce and she'll just, you know... I think my mum put a video on <laughs> of, like, his standing outside the bathroom door and you can just see, like, the bathroom lock and you can hear Abby singing in the background in the shower. <laughs> and she, like, put it on Instagram. And I was like, this is insane. She's so good. But hopefully um, she'll come up to uh, Cardiff soon and come buskin with me. so cool. Hopefully. And my younger sister, um, I think she likes to sing a little bit, but she's more of a dancer. Okay. So... Yeah. So
0: you're the sole kind of well, musician-ish. Pers- pursuing it in a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's, that's interesting that to have a family that, when you've got musical people in the family, certain people will take it up at certain points, but mm-hmm. sometimes that, that can continue and sometimes it can stop. So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to know that, It's a little bit of music. Mm.
1: The main thing, actually, probably is my mum, because my mum's um, Filipino, and she loves karaoke, like, loves it. (laughs) Like, in terms of, like, if she can hold a tune, like, that's negotiable. I love the sound of my (laughs) mum singing her voice, and she's wicked. Like, as kids, she would, like, make us sing a lot of karaoke, but I didn't think of it. Like, I'd go over other people's houses and be like, you don't have a karaoke machine. Like, where's your your (laughs) your karaoke machine? (laughs) How are we going to have a party? (laughs) So I think that's probably one of the reasons why we sang so much because we just thought it was normal. I, st- I still like karaoke every now and then, but I don't really like doing it. Um, in that now, but there's like an expectation for me to be good, <laughs> and I'm like, no. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah. Like when there's band-yoki here, yeah, and okay. I'm like, I don't want to have a go because like I'll suck, then people doing will be surprised. Kind of
0: like a bit...
1: But th- I think it depends on what context. Like if you're like at home and stuff, and you know, you have a karaoke machine. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think the drunker you are, the better it is as a musician because like, then you, mm. you don't care as much about sounding amazing. Like,
1: yeah. So. To be fair, like me and um my boyfriend, like we live in Newport and we did like a Korean pub crawl, like yeah. together, like as a kind of date. <laughs> Uh, I love my life. Um, And we just, like, went to different bars, and then one of them just happened to be doing karaoke, and I think it was, like, the fourth one we got in, so we were just like, oh, my God, karaoke. We love to sing, because John's a musician as well, and he's just, like, insanely good. And um, (laughs) he just went first, and then I I did one, and then we did one together, and I was just like, oh, no, I'm too drunk, I can't sing. But I'm like, he's so drunk, but he can always sing. (laughs) He can always sing.
0: So kind of growing up and having, you know, ABBA mm. in the background and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so the second question I always ask is, mm. what was the first record you either bought or kind of chose to have?
1: Because mm. we, we used to have, like, cassettes that we could, yeah. like, tape stuff off the TV with, which I thought was so cool, because you'd go in the car and then you'd just be like, oh, I'm putting on my cassette today, guys. Um, but the first, like, CD I think I bought was in... Oh, yeah, no, I was in Tesco's, and I was with it, because I remember my younger sister... Wore her CDs the same day because mm. um, she got Delta, Good Dream I think and I was like mm. and Kelly Clarkson and I picked Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera
0: <laughs> Which songs do you remember?
1: Um, I know um, Toxic was definitely on oh. the Britney Spears CD but I can't remember what was the name of the album was she had like a blue face oh, So was the, the album? Cover. Oh, ooh, my, I know there was a few songs on yeah, it, yeah. but okay. I don't know if it was a full-on. Um,
0: and the Christina Aguilera, would she be doing... It was stripped, stripped? it was definitely yeah, stripped, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because,
1: point. yeah, no, I loved um, The Voice Within, because I was like, ah, oh, it's like it's me. That, it's
0: that, and that's, you know. that's got dirty on it, and yeah. it got beautiful on it as well. Yeah, yeah. and,
1: um, but I, yeah, it's weird, because I'm like, because I think maybe I'd like hear those songs more, I was like, oh, what's this one, like, there's one called Impossible, I'm, like, thinking of it now. Ah, I should listen to that more. <laughs> I still love that. That's, yeah,
0: it's, that's, and it's good. It's, like, I'm trying to think how old you are, then, in, in respect to
1: that. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how old I would have been. But well, I remember they cost, like, £10 each and being, so they, like, this would, is all the yeah, money. Would be, those would be albums, then, definitely.
0: Um, that's got to be, like, mid-2000s. Was it?
1: Oh, well, I'm, I was born in 1992, so... Yeah, but... Maybe. But that's...
0: That, see, to me, that's that seems quite late to be buying records, but like...
1: I always felt like, you know, we didn't really have much money, so like, it was okay. more like my dad was like, you're allowed to buy these, and I was yeah. like, wow,
2: well, okay. we that's get sued right. yeah,
1: but but um, yeah. I remember also buying, um, <laughs> when I figured out how to use eBay, and I'd like, use my dad's, um, <laughs> like, oh, <God>. password, because <laughs> we, like, we'd say, oh, we'll buy stuff, but then like, we'd earn money from doing stuff yeah. at home, so it was like, our money, but dad would like, allow us to use stuff, and, um, I bought, uh, because it was um, Whitney Houston CDs, but it just said CD one and two. And it was like three pounds. And I was like, wow, so cheap. It arrived, and I was like oh my god it's like a burnt disc <laughs> it oh, was just right. said like whitney houston one when he's blank cds <laughs> oh, but then i played them and they had all the songs yeah. on it but i was like at the time i did not realize that was not allowed
0: no but it was on ebay oh my god so. <laughs> that's that is really illegal <laughs> god, god. so not but only are they like burning <laughs> things to the cd they're like selling
1: it yeah yeah, yeah selling the So stuff. like unwitting tunes yeah. you know like, myself but like i did i did love those songs so like that's you're true. terrible but also thank you for yeah. letting me <laughs>
0: But that, that kind of, like, that kind of ripping CDs thing is kind of long since gone yeah, now, yeah. Isn't it? It's like, people are so weirded out by the fact that I my car is a CD player and I make, make CDs for it. It's like... Oh,
1: that's so cool. But
0: it's, it's so cool. <laughs> like, I miss the days where I had to, like, listen to one CD mm. over and over because that was the only option. I think, like, like,
1: physical copies of things, it just feels more like an experience as, as well... Like, it yeah. feels like more of an experience it's still an experience to listening to music but then you're like oh i could just change to listen to this so it's yeah, less precious but
0: also like now i really enjoy listening to one artist mm. and just like listening to them all day mm. and like just going through their entire back catalog because it's that oh. long it's like yeah. that's that's still a good thing for me it's like not like and it's not like i have to take the cd out and you want in so mm. it's like just, that's really good. just keep going yeah just keep going, or like have it on shuffle it's like a bit of one artist rather than just every random yeah yeah because yeah, when you listen to like shuffle on everything it kind of can feel a bit like you're not really consuming it
1: properly. yeah no definitely um
0: so i think that's kind of that's something i've definitely learned recently is that Same, to consume yeah. music you kind of just listen to one yeah thing. make an active choice yeah. of like
1: this is what i want to jump so, yeah. yeah.
0: when did you start kind of learning to play music or start singing i guess
1: um well like singing i didn't really think actively that i was like trying to pursue something. Oh, else, I guess because of the
0: karaoke. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And like, I remember uh, on Wednesdays on pri- in primary school, like I had like one like really like best friend, and she'd always go home for lunch on Wednesdays, and I'd like, you know, as a kid, just have like crippling anxiety. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, what am I going to do at lunchtime because <laughs> oh, she's not yeah, going to be here? It's yeah, so, like yeah. sitting by myself. Like, eh. and um, I remember I used to like walk around the playground because it was like a netball court line, and just sing to myself. <laughs> And that, now I'm thinking about that that was, that was quite sad but like yeah, cuz it was only one day like, week like I had friends you know and like just, we did we did other things yeah. too like I did I just remember doing that at least a few times for it to like become a memory. Just, like, but
0: you kind of you kind of look back and go, God. Sometimes being a kid is really lonely. It's so a child. Oh, definitely. It just goes through me. It's horrible. But like, uh, yeah, and then so you just kind of singing all the time, and then mm. when did you kind of relate that to actually doing something about it? Um, so,
1: well, I remembered like I think I did like I I did want to like be like I want to be a singer and like you know go on stars in their eyes and stuff <laughs> stars and in then, their eyes. So
0: in like free free pop idol free <laughs> yeah, x-factor stars in their eyes
1: <laughs> yeah no, I rem- like I remember actually being 17 and hearing like a 15 year old girl sing a Christina Aguilera song so well that I was like well what's the point <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what is the point oh, wow. um but like when I was younger as well I just remember being in um primary school and, like writing little songs to myself like it was more of a like a therapy, like when I was doing, mm. but it would just be like, you know, I'm in love with some guy and, <laughs> you know, he's not in school today, so I'm so sad about that. <laughs> but then I remembered actually physically trying to write, like I'd write the words out and then I think of tunes, but like I didn't have like a thing like just to record stuff. So I would um, draw a line and then like an upwards line to be like, this is the up wow. bit, this is the dump, And then I look back at it afterwards and be like, I have no idea Yeah, what I have no
0: idea what that was. means, but at least you're trying.
1: Like. <laughs> but like, I didn't know what I was trying for. Yeah. I just wanted to like, do it for the sake of doing it. So
0: so when did you start learning guitar?
1: Um, So my brother got an electric guitar for his birthday or Christmas. I remember being like, oh, that's so cool. And I like tried to have a little noodle on it. And then um, my sister, I think my brother did it for a while. Um, And I remember we we were printing off like sheets from Ultimate Guitar. And like, I think there was actually like, because there was a time where they blocked the tablature for like Led Zeppelin or something like that. (laughs) And... We've got the printouts of someone putting out this. so I was like, "It's okay, we still got it." Yeah. Um, but I remember my sister like started playing, and she just had like better discipline, and she got instantly better than me. And I was like, "I guess guitar is Charles' thing." So, oh um, so yeah, <laughs> I know. So
0: sad. Like, you, As a child, like, you didn't you turn and you go, "Oh, this person's better than me. I'm not going to do that." This person's better than me. I'm not going to do that. But like, like
1: I still always <sighs> like did it. I just would be, like, defeated on the inside, but keep trying it in, like, a small-scale way. Yeah. Like, so I bought a bass guitar when I was 15, and I was like, I'll just play bass. Shark can do guitar, I'll yeah. play bass. But, yeah. like, always singing in between. And, like, I played recorder when I was, like, in primary school, as everyone did, but I did it, like... <laughs> From the start till year six, you know, like I, I upgraded oh, to the cool. yeah. the treble record. I think in the bigger. <laughs> oh
0: my god! <laughs> but like that's
1: where I like learnt how to read like mm. um, just the treble clef, like only basic. <laughs> like I, like to this day, I wouldn't be able to like sight read anything decent. Um, but like and bass guitar, I actually was the first one I actually got real lessons for mm-hmm. in secondary school. Um but that was mainly me playing like a 12 bar blues and, and that was, my Was that
0: because your mm. sister played guitar? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's
0: yeah so <laughs> do you know what? Because Rob says exactly the same thing no, about his brother, because Rob <laughs> cause Rob's brother George played guitar and then Rob was like, oh, I'm gonna play bass so I can play with my brother. Yeah. That's like that's such a strange thing. Like you don't thing.
1: think we could just both play guitar.
0: <laughs> yeah. You just don't think that it's like oh I'll just do one and you do the yeah, other. It's I like what's
1: the point of doing something I've, if like you're mm, the best at it.
0: I play bass because everyone else would play guitar and it's like well I'll, I'll play bass so I can get to fans. But I prefer bass.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I remember... Oh, yeah, because I um, played bass and I bought myself nice. a, bit, like, a bass guitar off. I think it was eBay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a five-string purple yeah. thing. Five-string. Wow, yeah, because nice. I was like, I want to play like Slipknot, like... <laughs> <laughs> Rage really? Against the Machine. <laughs> wow,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, I bought that and then I bought a bass amp and it was like quite hefty. Yeah. Um, and my brother borrowed it for like a part like because it had like an aux, you can input oh the orcs and like he was playing his like ipod there and one day it just broke and i yeah. was like oh well so i'm a super poor like <laughs> kid so i guess I guess i don't play bass anymore oh, no. and then um and then i bought myself a guitar when I, I bought myself two acoustic guitars actually the first one also from ebay um <laughs> had like these like um symbols on it i think they were like chinese symbols that like mm. were like earth wind and fire or something and like it was red and i was like oh this is super cool and yeah oh it had this like locking like locks the frets but you had to use this little allen key to lock it have you heard of these ah um and to tune it yeah yeah yeah, they say you tune it and then you'd lock use the the, like allen key to unlock it to like tune it and then you'd lock it up yeah and then um once it's locked it should stay in tune like more than like a normal guitar, yeah. so I was like, Wow, extra things, cool. Turns up, and then every time I went to tune, I'd be like, Where's that little Allen key gone? <laughs> Where's it gone? It. Oh, I guess I'll just be playing out of tune for ages. And like, I was so but like, The idea of tuning my guitar before playing, like, I would just be like, This is well, but now, but yeah. now I'm just like, Oh my god, if I did that now, I'd be so annoyed by like yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, but after that, guitar, I, I can't remember what happened with that guitar, I think I realized like those nuts were like really annoying me so i bought a tanglewood like cream colored one from gac i think um and i think this was when i was in college doing like a level music and like i had met other people who play instruments like met another guitarist and was like oh okay there's other places you can buy instruments (laughs) instead of you know ebay (laughs) (laughs) ebay's like my (laughs) go-to you can get everything from there like you know do you, do you
0: remember what the first song you learned to play on guitar was?
1: Ooh, I think... Because I didn't really, like, learn, like, a whole song and memorise it. I would always just be like, ultimate guitar. What one what, what should what I try bits to What can I play? So yeah. I think, literally, if you look on a... Well, don't look, actually, they're terrible. <laughs> um, I have um, a YouTube channel where I... But I can't bring myself to, like, delete them, <laughs> even though they're so Unlist bad. Them. No, no, I, I put them as... No, but the same as, like, what I'm doing with my... Um, SoundCloud of, like, yeah, the weekly... Yeah. I'm, I've like, I'm okay progress, with yeah. them being terrible as long as people know...
0: You're better now, yeah. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. Or I'm at least getting better. Yeah. And I think I was, like, 15, the first one... Because I, I recorded them on my laptop and then I'd be, like, too embarrassed to put them up. So I, like, waited a year or two and I was, like, well, they were from, like, a year or two ago, so it's okay to put them up now. <laughs> I'll just be, like, oh, that was it's from a year ago, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I did... A few different words, <laughs> and I remember uh, learning Justin Nazuka, and it was like um like a slight like i don 't even know what the chords are. I would just like follow you know those tabs yeah and I, like and then even though I still play them every now and then i 'm like i don 't even know what this is now, yeah. and i 'm looking i 'm like oh it 's a d <laughs> you know, just learning what that hand meant
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I did a few of those, and it 's weird because I looked at um like the other day and there's one where I did like this year's love and it's so, like I don't enjoy watching because I'm just like oh I'm so out oh but then you're like oh I was young though so it's okay and then I think you, you can even see me pause as I'm scrolling <laughs> to see what <like, laughs> the next quarter is <laughs> but like it's been viewed like thousands of times and I'm like oh gosh maybe it's just the passage of time though like <laughs> that's so good that you can Mm-hmm. like look
0: back on those well you keep those videos up because everything I did when I was a teenager is gone completely <laughs> from the internet thank god <laughs> They're so embarrassing like oh man like un- unfortunately there's some things you can't delete from the oh, internet oh other people so have like, uploaded i literally had to like oh no
1: like, I feel like I should do a page at the end I'm just like old like Bebo accounts and
0: like yeah, I, I decided to change my professional name because of stuff that's on the internet still <laughs>
1: that's so amazing.
0: I mean it's not it's not that bad it's just like if you, oh, you
1: don't just, want to be associated yeah, as like oh if they happen to like look for your name that's the first thing they see it's yeah, like a it's first just impression
0: like, oh, thing. Just something I did when I was like 13 years old that's on the internet oh forever. that's amazing like, though no but it's so stupid if it was like if it was kind of cool it would be alright but it's just not it's just it's just dumb <laughs> <laughs>
1: the internet's so crazy so. like I've um I realized I've got like an old blog spot where I used to put up all my old lyrics and I'm like wow because it like t- actually saves the year you did it and what yeah. day I was like oh, when I just started uni oh my gosh wow. and I'm like I kind of want to salvage some of them and then like yeah re- definitely you know
0: yeah because like there's some songs that I wrote when I was a teenager that I know were really good mm. and I I can't. I can't remember the lyrics. Oh the life no. of me. And like, they don't exist anywhere because I got rid of them, and like, computers like died and hard drives uh, died. But so they met, were amazing. They I'm were. Sure. I, I thought, <laughs> like people were telling me at the time they were really good, oh. but then like, you know, I might listen back to them, going, no, no, uh, they were actually crap. But mm-hmm. like,
1: <laughs> but you know, that means that they've got it within yourself, at least. Uh, like, and, and if that was from the past, then like, you know, I believe in you. <laughs> I do.
0: It's. It's. But it's kind of like now. I just. I just make music now to kind of enjoy myself like, yeah I really wanna, like I don't really want to try and be a musician because I think
1: um you should definitely like if you're like recording the stuff that you're making you should yeah. definitely put up somewhere under a completely different name oh, and God. then just like yeah completely I- disassociate the, yourself with the, it but it's just so you can you know share the idea it has crossed around. my
0: mind to like submit it to some things mm. and like hear the feedback but at the same time like, I don't really care yeah like, like you <laughs> don't want to get
1: judged on it Well, it's not
0: even like I don't want to like. get judged on it it's just that like it's not that important enough to me, for me to put it out there. Like, it, like,
1: it is for you. Like, yeah, the music it's making ju- it is just, is just for, for oh, me. It's
0: just right. to kind of, like, put that out. And, like, the name of this podcast was the mm. name I gave my kind of musical self.
2: Oh, no And, no. like,
0: so now that can't be called that anymore. So if ah. I do actually do it, it would be under a different name. So yeah, yeah. it kind of, it's it's still a possibility, but it's, like,
1: mm. meh. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't want to, like, push hard for it. Because no, you're just, and, like, I just... You at the same time, the last time I
0: actually made any music was like Mm. last year because I've Mm. just been so busy so it's like I just don't get the time to do it I have Mm. like a guitar and a bass and like a new Mm. like drum pad Um, so I can Mm. technically make music but just getting the time to sit down and do it and Mm. kind of get those ideas out it's kind of
1: maybe when you have like your time off and you're like what should I do with my time off now (laughs) that'll make that your go-to maybe (laughs)
0: maybe I just like have it all set up ready to go I think that's a good thing because it's like it just takes so long to kind of set that stuff up sometimes um one thing I wanted to ask you about oh, go on. is no, right, <laughs> I don't know so why nice. I'm like, oh no, don't, it's gonna be a hard talk question. About it. It's interesting because, uh, like, the, your name is very interesting. To oh me.
1: wow, thank you. Uh, <laughs>
0: it's because it's like, it's not like a really uncommon, it's not like a mm. really rare name, but yeah. it's also not a common name. Mm. And it's like, I've, I felt like, oh, it's a little bit like, because my name's Edmund, mm. and like, which is that, which is a little bit less common, but yeah, kind of known, and so is Genevieve. Mm. And like, I was just thinking. I don't know. Do you know where that came from, or is it like?
1: See, like people, people have asked me this before. Well, I know, I know. It, it no, must
0: be a question you get a lot, but it's like something I've never asked. Oh you no,
1: no, so, yeah. no! But um, it's just because, like, I always just tell a really bad story to go <laughs> with it. Um, because I think I believe my dad. No, my mum. My mum did actually. My mum did choose my name. But when I was a baby, <laughs> when I was first born, um, my mum wanted to call me Lillette. and my dad. Was like we can't call it that because it's a brand of tampons. <laughs> because uh, my mum was from the Philippines, like they didn't have like that brand. But I was like, that's quite a nice name. Like if anyone yeah, has a name, that's cool. That's, but that's I just love that my dad story. knew that. My dad knew that, and he was like, let's not, that's, let's give our child a chance. That's you know? that's
0: a good, that's a good. Um, but I actually not to call yourself.
1: <laughs> I actually did find out recently um, that my mum chose my name, um, and I always just thought, oh, she just picked it out of the air. But um, when I was home recently, she was telling me about, there was someone from school, there was, there was a girl who was on a, a, girl who was in her class, who she just liked, and I think she mm. married someone, and like, she, she's like, lives like a really nice life and stuff, and she was like, ah, oh, I
2: want that for my daughter, so oh, like, that's sweet. <laughs> i are like, called her just, I was like, I know, I was like, this, oh, mum, you're a yeah, babe. And
0: it's like, it's just interesting because like, um, I think, uh, so I've heard of you before, obviously, mm. a while ago, and then, uh, Scriber gave me his text back, and had put you down, but had called you, like, Eve or Evie or something. Evie. And I was oh, wait, like, who was this? Uh, Scriber, Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, who's that? And then I was like, and I saw you uh, play. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So it's oh, like, yeah, you could it... have so many nicknames come out of your name, like short inversions of your name, whereas, like...
1: I, I forgot. That's, that's really, yeah, yeah. There was a period of my life where I went by Evie.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, because I think it was when I just started uni because I think, I thought, oh, there's other Jennifers and Jens. Mm. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's a time to like, I can just restart, like, you know. <laughs> you brand yourself. New, <laughs> new town, new name. Um, and I, yeah, I was working in Tiger Tiger at one point. So anyone who I worked with in Tiger Tiger, um, like uh, Josh and like like that crowd of people mm. that I went like to Knee Deep and stuff with, they all call me <sighs> Evie. And like, cause like, they've all got off and they're all doing their own thing. Every now and then, like I speak to them. They're like, hey, Evie, I'm like,
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I used to call myself that. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. I can't okay. remember when I reverted back to just Jan and Genevieve. Um I think it's because uh, I was hanging out with people who <laughs> always knew me as Jan and Janavi, yeah. so I just, like, moved back to it, and I was like, meh, call me whatever you want, I don't yeah. mind.
0: <laughs> it, it seems like whenever someone calls me Edmund, it's, like, mm. quite a formal thing, so it's like, I never, I, I don't... I'm never, Anyone call I'm you, never,
1: like, Eddie? No. God Edster? Friend, friend.
0: Um... <laughs> But, like, I, I always kind of hesitate to call people by their full names sometimes. Uh, like in case they seems, have that feeling so you formal. get. But then, oh. I I know so people who like, if you call them by a shortened version of their name, they hate it. Yeah, so they're it's like, like, only
1: my closest friends call me my shortened name. No, not
0: even that. They just hate that, like, that name <laughs> for them. So it's like, okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've actually even mentioned the fact that we we're importers oh, at the moment. Yeah, hence, yeah. hence the rolling of barrels of the, of that are coming cakes, in yes. that I'm going to have to edit around and be like. This could be really strange. But um I think that's a really kind of interesting thing because mm. last time I was here with you, it was we, we were quite quite drunk.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Free bar,
0: mind, <laughs> yeah, mind. Yeah, having a free bar in Cardiff is not a good
1: I didn't idea. even know it was gonna be a free bar until that day. I was not meant to Me, me prepared too. I turned that. up and they
0: were like, oh mm. it's it's free if you and I was like.
1: Okay. <laughs> but what's the catch though? Yeah, no no, like, what, it's no, just no, no it's catch, free. like free
0: drinks all night. I was like, <laughs> well, okay, this is a recipe for disaster.
1: <laughs> to be so, yeah. fair, like, there was no one who got, like, too crazy. I feel like everyone was the no, right no, amount we, we of crazy were, at we
0: the were, we were good about it, mm. but uh, oh, things were said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't remember a lot. I remember we were dancing on the stage, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, and it, yeah. Was, it
0: was, you know, I, my problem with drinking is that I remember everything.
1: Oh, no, so, I wish I had that. Yeah, thing. yeah.
0: <laughs> only very, Only very, very traumatic nights out, I don't remember, but, like... Because no, you like, mentally
1: repress them. Yeah,
0: or I don't know, just like, but I remember everything from that night, so it's kind of like a bit weird. Oh, yeah, you, you basically, I didn't realise that you are a sort of manager in Porters. Yeah,
1: it's because whenever people ask me what I do, I say I work in porters because yeah, I don't really like telling people I'm the general bar manager. I was
0: like, oh, that's cool. So, like, what, I, I mean, I've worked in a venue before and, like, they're all hmm. different kind of managers, so what, yeah. what, what is your So the title? structure
1: of the bar is quite, like, I don't, because I haven't, I've worked in other bars just as bartenders, so I've Ooh. never like really known how like other bars work, but um, my title is general bar manager okay. and like it means, you know, I make the rotors and like I send staff messages and like kind of like all the admin stuff, yeah. but like it's just been an accidental natural progression yeah, because I've been here for so long. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's fair enough, uh,
2: like
0: because I didn't know how uh, involved you were with like the, the booking and stuff yeah. like that because we were having conversations about how the venue is going to progress yeah and, like and I was you're... like oh
1: no you want to talk to this yeah. guy yeah and I was like oh okay like... but aren't
0: you the manager no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, makes, that makes sense now because like when you're a bar manager you just manage the bar yeah because like...
1: there's like two owners yeah and they like they're the ones who like you know made the bar and like it's like their creative concept and then there's like um investors and stuff who like you know party in the bar and then um me I'm like the general bar manager and then there's two deputy bar managers but one of them also um does all the sound mm. and he's like amazing at everything <laughs> um like literally the whole PRS was yeah. because of him like yeah, he Lewis. did everything yeah, to yeah, do yeah, with yeah, that yeah. I've known um, Lewis
0: for quite a while because he used to be in a band that I used to do a couple of shows with
1: yeah um, no he's still so cool. in a few bands like yeah
0: yeah and so I think that's really cool so when we when mm. I turned up here and I was like oh what's going on with this thing I got like mm. invited to it by Lewis and I was like yeah oh cool I'll come to that because like Kizzy was playing and I was like it mm. sounds like an interesting thing to go to and work at and then yeah. and I turned up and they were like free bars. like ha, work <laughs> 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 what is that <laughs> like I'm not gonna work tonight I'm <laughs> just getting a drink and then, like I had to go to work the next day like,
1: oh no I didn't get ready for this yeah yeah
0: that was that was a that was a it was a Night mm. It was a fun night and it was interesting to kind of go, well, this is kind of like a new era for this place. i like mm. really looking forward to what can happen with it. I know, right? Um, Me too. Like getting a new PA and kind of like establishing itself as a proper music venue, I think it's really cool. Mm. Just as a note here, uh, the quality of this next section is not the greatest because unfortunately one of the microphones decided uh, to kind of not work. So uh, what you're hearing is a bit of um audio that does work and a bit of audio that doesn't work and a boosted level on another microphone and technical things that hopefully make it audible um you know i've got a sensitive ear so i don't know if these things are good or not but here it is anyway thanks for your patience with it Mm. and the fact that there are musicians behind it as well it's quite cool as well Yeah, I, I think that's really important
1: I love that like <laughs> there's like this really expensive sound system and I'm like everyone at open mic gets to use it it's so cool <laughs> <laughs> like everyone who's like I've never played anywhere before I'm like well, you get to play through this
0: <laughs> I mean it's not like tramshed shed levels <laughs> oh, but it's like <laughs>
1: when I first started doing open mic we had like these little speakers
0: yeah yeah people listening can't hear
1: but like these tiny speakers that um don't like you just had, like, the volume on, like, the mm. desk over there. And, like, that snake has
0: been, like, got so many more channels. Like, there was...
1: The old one had, like, I don't know, a few, but, like, some of them were, like, oh, don't use that one. Yeah, it's yeah, broken it's broken, and yeah. Like, and, like, no monitor or, like, yeah. n- no so lights. I, like,
0: it, I, feel, I feel really bad about it, but, like, you know, it's because people are be like, oh, should we should we put something on imports? And I'd be like, mm, it's not really, like, yeah, really good really it's not a good, good venue for that, and you kind of had to bring in your own PA if yeah, you wanted like a proper. But the fact that you can do it now is great, and I hope, I hope Touchwood that it will get used more in Cardiff. I think it's kind of a really undervalued thing. Well, I don't think it's even undervalued. I just think it's kind of it's got that potential now. So hopefully, oh, cross fingers.
1: Yeah, I know. I know the guys are, like working on like plans to be like let's Wicked. you know make it really accessible for people. Brilliant. So I'm excited. Cool.
0: Okay, so, and then the last two questions okay. is, uh, so, did, did, did you come up with an answer for this, or did you oh, I don't know what the question is. Oh, God. Is. God I'm not sure. It, oh, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, Jen. Oh. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, so, what's a, either song or record that you've been listening to a lot recently oh. that you really like? Cool.
1: No, actually, no, I remember the discussion. Because cool. I was, like, on the train on the way in, and I was like what's my most recent like listening back
0: yeah um, cool
1: um and the only thing i've got downloaded like from an offline place yeah. at the moment on spotify because i'm like i've got no room for anything yeah so i'm like okay i'll just have one um is season you know
0: yes um, a sweet sweet silent uh, like album cool uh, i did sound and club once yeah
1: uh, like there is kind of like a history of like how i've been following him um in that like I saw him first in Knee Deep, like... I think
0: I saw you at that show.
1: Hmm? I... S- oh, okay. See you. Do you know Daniel Glover? I think he was playing before him, or like a little Possibly, bit... They might have been yeah. two. Um, but yeah, Daniel Glover was playing. I think it was... Um, my friend Howell knows him from Cardigan. So we came for that, and then I realised he was playing as well. And I was like, oh my gosh,
0: Yeah, awesome. that was Yeah, yeah that, was, that was cool.
1: Because I think, yeah, the first time I'd ever seen him was in Knee Deep Festival, like... A few years, maybe before, um, I can't remember which year it was, and you know, like when you've been drinking in the day with the super cup, and it was raining, I think, and like, I th- uh, yeah, I was just like w- wandering around, sitting, it was like the wooden looking stage, and I was sitting with my friend, and I was just like, this is so beautiful, and I think I cried a little bit, <laughs> but like in a good way, like, yeah, because really mo- you know, it's like his music is like quite emotive anyway. And um, I was trying to look for the song because um, like, but I don't think it's on Spotify. Like, family Tree. Oh, I remember being like, oh, I'm not even sure what these words are about. So I'm like making my own reason like for what it mm-hmm. is. So I was just like, this is so cool because like also a few years ago, like where I hadn't really you know gotten inexperienced experience music as as much as I have now. I was just like, for someone to write lyrics so good as this, and for me to be able to watch them and then just be right there, I was, mm-hmm. like just so blown by like the experience. And then afterwards he was like, Oh, me and my mate have just come down. It's just us two. So um, if anyone wants to hang out later, use <laughs> oh, like, nice. the beer tent or I was like, oh <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're gonna make friends with that guy. So cool. <laughs> and um I was with Ali Lacey as well. And we went down to um the uh like tent and we were just like, oh he's over there and then we like a shot or something and he's like oh I've got to like record something like behind the scenes like now. yeah yeah and I was like oh that's cool um and he's like do you want to come watch us like, yes yes, yes. And like we were watching and we were like oh he's so good and then I was like "We really need to pee but I'm like oh no <laughs> <out."> <laughs> but um I think like um after that we like all went back like to like the little tent and they just had like the little um bottles of like, WKT <laughs> and I was just like why have you got this like all the shot I by the time oh got my the god
0: and yeah
1: like, oh mate I was like well you know I drink's the drink the a drink but like yeah I was just I was like I just loved how down to earth he was but like how completely amazing he was in music and I was just like I love that this is an experience you know and um, then I volunteered for soon um, I can't remember which year it was now but I was wearing a purple top if that helps no I don't
0: know ah, it was
1: like the purple soon like
0: so we'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just have to like kind of really boost that recording to pick up what you
2: were oh, saying. Oh, it's yeah. okay. I'll, I'll restart.
1: No. Like, but like vaguely. Yeah, so like, maybe. first time I saw so in deep and that was awesome, and yeah. that was incredible. And then I was doing soon, and noticed like he was on the bill. I think he was playing at the Angel, or the Angel no, Hotel. Or wasn't. I walked past him. He
0: wasn't playing the Angel Hotel oh. because I was doing the venue repping for Angel Hotel. No way. So, so you would known. So I would know. Oh, well, I there. just
1: I think. I walked, I must walk, I remember I was near yeah. there and I'd walked past him and I remember looking at him and being like, he doesn't remember me yet. I remember <laughs> oh him. No. And I was just like, if I didn't say anything, I was just like, hey. <laughs> and yeah. then, um, but then at club, I remember I said, um, I was with my sister and like, I was like, oh, he's so good. I can't believe we get to like, watch him again. And, um, as, as you were like, packing down, so like doing mm. like the merch and stuff, I was like, she's like, oh, go say hi. And I was like, no, he won't remember me. It's okay. <laughs> and, um, She's like, oh, well, I want to buy you something anyway. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool, of course. like So we'll, we went over, and she, we were just, like, just, you know, chatting, and I was like, mm. proper fan, Because <laughs> I'm like, his music's so incredible. She just said, oh, do you remember here? And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Even, no, 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 want to curl into a ball. And he was like, oh, knee deep. I was like, oh, yes, mate. And then I was like, I saw you as well. Like, and he was like, yeah, I, I thought I saw you. I'm like, you might just be being super <laughs> nice, yeah, but that's yeah. cool. Um, and then l- seeing that. I think i just follow him on like different social media platforms (laughs) i saw like he was coming out with sweet Sweet silence i was like "Ooh, cool like new music and i had a listen and i was like um the certain song like you know when you listen to an album there's certain songs that like jump out and you're like ah, you always like favoritize listen to this bit because like it's it flows quite well all the songs that he does (laughs) and i always thought if i um like made an album or an ep like I'd want it to have like a theme, or like it would, it to be like an experience definitely, in itself, yeah. the whole thing. Because I was talking to other songwriters, and they were like, oh, that's interesting, like a concept album." I was like, "I don't know. I just well, I just want it just to, to like be cohesive, not definitely necessarily it's like, like
0: it's really uh, because like because of like. I, I I keep talking about it on all the podcasts, like <laughs> because of like the shuffle kind of mm. thing. It's like it's so much better to have an album that does flow like that because yeah. then you kind of
1: you want to just listen. You want to, to finish, listen to the whole yeah. album,
0: and there's, there's no point. Like, and if you kind of it comes up on shuffle, you're like, oh well, I don't really want this to to this just this one song. So mm. whole album. It's a really good way of doing it. Having songs jump out like that, that's a mm. really kind of cool
1: yeah
0: thing to hear on a record, but, isn't it? It's um, like,
1: it was the the lonesome um track, and I was just like, cause I. I think I'd listen to it, and whenever it got back to that one, I'd be like, oh, I really like this, (laughs) and they're like, oh, it's this one. but I didn't, like, think, like, what is this about? Uh, like, dissected yeah. it. And realise there's actually, like, an album commentary that he's put up as well. Oh, like, really? I, I realised that. Because you asked me um, um, when you said, oh, like, what have you been listening to? And then I was, like, listen to it. Um, and being, like, okay, like, let's have, like, a proper, interesting, you know, <laughs> like, think about it so I have something to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, apart from it's awesome. And then being, like, oh, there's, like, an album commentary. So I listened to, um, like, because it's quite quick. It goes yeah. through it. So I was, like, oh, I could listen to most of this. Um, and the lonesome one he said was about being like like doubting yourself and he'd written it like a while back mm. and then um added the bits and now it's ready and um when like you're doubting yourself and like um you know you're just like being afraid of your own mind and i was like oh that's probably why it jumps out I'm like it's subconscious i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew. so you don't
0: even like realize what it's all mm. about and then you kind of go oh oh that that yeah that mm. makes sense now,
1: like- and it's just like the it's kind of eerie but like like, the lyrics that he uses, I really admire, because, like, I'm quite lyric-driven when I try and write, because I'm, like, I don't, like, just being like, oh, that's a phrase that'll work. I'm, like, I want it to be, kind of, like, you try and imagine it, but then it gets, like, you know when you have a dream, and you're, like, oh, I'm in my house, but, like, my, my classroom was in my bedroom, but it was my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's kind of that idea when you listen to a song, and you're, like, you imagine something, but you're, like, oh, wait, but this doesn't make sense, so this is meant to be there. Yeah. And, um, like oh, there was a lyric in it, and it was like, uh, lift lift up my skin and show you what's underneath. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of dark, but it's like <laughs> so vulnerable. And I was like, ah, oh, I just love think like the little bites like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a really good yeah.
0: metaphor. Like that, that's mm. kind of like you're right when you kind of try and relate a song to your situation. Mm. The idea of yeah, like you're in you're in a dream, going oh this shouldn't <laughs> be here, so let's put it in here, and that's like your subconscious doing that, yeah. and then you actively doing that with a song to relate it to your life. That's kind of like mm. you kind of go.
1: I literally only just thought that as it was coming out my mouth. I just, I'm like, your whoa, daddy is good. So
0: inspired. <laughs> Write a song about it. <laughs> Uh, and then, so winding up a little bit, the last oh. question I ask is: mm. Well, the last question I used to ask is, yeah. "What was your favorite? What is your favorite record of all time?" But oh. I've decided to change it because so no one will know. No, because <laughs> uh, because what I think is a better question now. So okay. this is kind of like the, the the change is: What album, or record, or song even has influenced mm. you most as a musician?
1: Oh most.
0: Because oh, I'm like, I don't different.
1: really listen, like, I think it's more of experiences that have actually moulded mm-hmm. me into, like, how I how I play music and do music. It's not really, like, a specific, I listen to one album and then this is what made yeah. me what I wanted, like, made, like inspired me. Yes. And, like, because I feel like a lot of people have that. They're like, I listened to this guy or I saw this person perform and, like, this is what, like, pulled me in to do mm. it. It was more like I've discovered, like, music is, like... The way that I've connected with people the most and been like my most vulnerable without just being like, just listen to me talk about myself, you know? Okay. And it's, I've, I've may, ruined may, your first question. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no
0: may, maybe maybe the, a better way of saying it is what, yeah. what record has had the most in, impact on your life? Mm. So, not influenced okay. you musically, but like, maybe that's what mm. I'm trying to get across rather than like musically. I think it's probably just like influenced As you in, in general. Life, yeah.
1: It's gonna be a lot of awkward sounds you're gonna have to cut out. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's what
0: it's what editing's for.
1: Influenced me the most, but in my life. Oh yeah. I suppose. But then that sounds like a really lame answer. No. But <laughs> No,
0: no lame answers.
1: So um when I was doing like A level music, I was doing like you have to sing certain songs and stuff. Oh, and I was going through like a weird thing because like they pick the songs that you wanted to do and I like I got to pick a few of them but some of them I didn't really want to do yeah. and I'm like I don't want to sing a song for the sake of singing a song you know yeah. but I just it was like a few weeks before we had to do the performances so I was like I'll just do them it's fine um and somebody a friend of mine um had a ticket spare to go see Australian Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, oh. uh, you know like it was crazy. And um, I remember being like, oh, I've never been out of Pembrokeshire. Like, I don't know this guy very well, but oh, I was wow. just like, I want to do life. And I was like, I'll just go to Liverpool with these two guys. that I'm like, I'm closer to one. Liverpool. I was closer than one of them at the time. Yeah. Wow. And, and um, I remember being like, I don't actually know much Pink Floyd. <laughs> and um, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to like listen to it and be like, oh, this is really interesting. Oh, this is really cool. And I remember... Um, listening to The Great Gig in the Sky and being like, she's like not even saying any words, but I'm just like, I felt so like, like I I could feel even like not necessarily what she's trying to feel, but like I just felt like really alive, just listening to it. And I tried like singing it Mm. and I talked to my um, singing teacher when I got back because I was going through a weird phase as well um, at that time because my brother was like kind of ill Uh, Like, mentally, because he'd taken too many drugs. (laughs) He's fine now, though. He's Mm. fine, so... But at the time, I remember just being like, what is life? What's the point? Um, Mm. I want to just go do stuff, so, like... Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, I would never have done that if I wasn't in, like, that that, um, mind state. And, um... Uh, really connecting with that song and then being like I'm probably going to fail if I do this song because of to like a lot of people like I was practicing in my room and like my sister was like you're just screaming Jen <laughs> and I'm like I know like that is what it is but yeah. like how I feel when I sing it and like I just feel like so alive that I really want to do it and I remember sh- I bought like the um, music book um, so it so showed the notation of like yeah. the vocal line um, so I could check with my singing teacher C- can I do this because it was like a few pages long and um she was like you can (laughs) but you know well it's you know if you want to do it you you know and then I I sang it like what I could do so far and she was like if you feel like you can do it like just you know you you can do what you want (laughs) but she was like you should do don't cry for me but okay um and um I remember singing it in front of the, the examiner and him just playing "Ooh." but did it take a while learning, learning all the words? And I was like, ha, 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 ha. I don't know if he means because it is quite hard to yeah. learn or is it because there's no words in the song? <laughs> and um, I remember looking at him as I was singing it and just being like him turning the page and turning back. And I was like, I think he's lost, but it's okay. I'm in the moment. I'm doing you. I'm doing you. <laughs> uh, yeah, When like, I remember being like, I don't know if that was like good, like, like in terms of for someone else to hear, but I'm like, for me to sing that, like, I was just, like, I was just so happy that I got to do it um, and I remember looking when you get your results back and stuff and being like, oh, I got an A star for my performance, yeah. what? Like I sucked at the other bits
0: <laughs> but I was just like,
1: oh, that was really nice that like, I actually just did what I wanted to do yeah. and like, it, it was okay, you know?
0: I think that could possibly be the best question to start off with, like, like <laughs> best answer to that question Aww. that you start off with, that's, that's wicked, <laughs> thank you. Cool, and I think that brings the interview to a close so thank you very ah, much for inviting you. me to pause it's been an interesting <laughs> kind of space to record in mm. it's, it's, cool, it's cool i basically like, live I want, here, I want, so, yeah you know. i know i can imagine <laughs> <laughs> yeah when i used to work in like when i used to work in club it felt like, practically live mm. so like i practically lived there. So I can imagine that especially because it's like you live in newport and then yeah you work here i guess that's kind of that's strange so it's a good place to record in. Thank
1: yeah very much thank you thanks for inviting me on your podcast that's okay <laughs>
0: So here is a track from Genevieve. This is called "A Little Light." This is a track Genevieve is yet to record, so it's kind of like a little bit of an exclusive recording. Uh, So yeah, enjoy this.
2: How forbid my cells to decay? Cause you asked me not to die Here I fashioned us some wings We can't fly, but I'll move the sky You don't like it when it rains So outside the sun around my wrist If you just hold my hand It'll follow us every place we kiss And I didn't know I could love like this Like I was supposed to do all along And I didn't know I could say so much within a kiss With such little use of our tongues You're the with my heart I've tried left number strangers' lips You're my comfort in the dark A little lighthouse for my ships, a little light house for my ships, a little light a little light a little light a little. Light. A little I could love like this Like I was supposed to do all along And I didn't know I could say so much within a kiss Such little Such little use, such little use of our tongues.
0: Thanks to Jen for uh, doing that podcast with me. I had a really, really good time having a chat with her and Porters. Yes, yeah, it's great to edit and listen through again. She's she's so kind of forthcoming with with information, and like I hardly ever have to interrupt or anything or well not even interrupt but like kind of get her to keep talking um so as she mentioned uh she is doing a songwriting soundcloud which you can find uh if you just go on soundcloud and uh search genevieve geisman and the url for that is soundcloud.com forward slash genevieve geisman anyway so it's kind of quite simple just copy and paste what is on the erratic control description She's also doing a show with her covers band and they're called Lovemakers and that's on the 22nd of September. So that's next week. And that it will be in Portis, Cardiff, uh, Zombie Terrace in town, kind of near Motor Point and John Lewis, kind of that area if you haven't been to Ports yet i do kind of recommend it because they uh they sell blue moon which is always a good thing <laughs> but also because uh, they just had an upa in and kind of quite excited to see where that venue is going to go in the next few months i also want to briefly mention uh that i was kind of a bit taken aback by genevieve's voice it's been a while since i've actually heard genevieve sing uh properly and i guess i was just kind of stunned when she started singing and and for that voice to come out of that. I don't know, it's it's one of those things where you go, oh, wow, okay, this is this is why I kind of started appreciating you in the first place. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope you were as kind of stunned as I was if you've never heard her sing before. Next week's podcast is with uh, Francesca Dumecq, otherwise known as Francesca's Word Salad, and uh, she's quite a prolific, not kind of writer, but more... Kind of a, a mainstay of the Cardiff music scene. So it's kind of quite exciting to talk to where we had a very, very, very lengthy discussion. So uh this could be a fun one to check out next week. Also, that's the last one I've recorded as of yet. Hopefully, there'll be more done by the 27th of September, which is the kind of one after Franz. But if you have any suggestions or ideas, or if you want to be on the podcast, let me know and i'll sort it out hopefully before the 27th uh i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be doing one with aronson uh who we were on the festival special before then um so if there's a week off that might be why it's been a bit of a busy time and i haven't had the chance to record as much as i wanted to with other people and other people's schedules and stuff very very boring information i will see you next week then or you will hear me next week on the Euretic Control Podcast thanks for listening and hope you enjoyed